welcome to Figure for Life. Hey. Hi. Hello. And today we have a special guest, and it's only me today, Lin Yuan from Figure for Life. Ed is not joining us because we have a special topic, and that's womanhood. So I guess he doesn't have to bring anything to the table, doesn't he? <laughs> Woman? <laughs> no, I guess not. No, I guess not. Um, so my name is Lin Yuan, and my one guest on this side is... Anna Karen Eliza. Yes, and you are from Sweden. From Sweden. And we have opposite from me Clementina Amankwa Kagbo. Wow. And where do you come from? <laughs> um I'm from Britain and Ghana. Okay, Britain and Ghana. So you guys can picture yourself. We're feeding on thin gingerbread and we are three moments of different colors. Um not very, very different in ages. Like none of us is over fifty. Anna Karen, you you seem pretty young. I think. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty-five. So today's topic, we are talking about womanhood, and I um, thought we could start talking about what does womanhood mean to us in this modern society? Because I guess historically, womanhood has changed a lot, mm-hmm. especially in a lot of in the, like a lot in the last. 100 years, so many things changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Women had got to vote. Women got to go to school. Women got to do all kinds of occupations. Women, um, yeah, got a right to speak up, to be religious leaders. A lot of things had changed. Mm-hmm. So when you guys hear the word womanhood, what do you think about? Oh. Wow. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Uh, I just think about strength, I think, because as you mentioned in the past, like we got in the, we got in, we're allowed to vote now and like we have stood up for ourselves. Uh, so I just, when I hear the word womanhood, I'm like strength, maybe not feminism, but just like strength that we are strong enough to stand up for what we believe in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I think of, I think of, as you said, there has been a lot of changes um, with time, um, with this, with, with womanhood. And I just think about a lot of options. So a lot of options come into play, but then a lot of juggling. Because when you have a lot more, you know, when kind of you had these roles that were a lot more traditional, um, you know, these were your options. Um, but when you have kind of um, a lot more options with time, when things come, you know, you yes, you can vote now, you can go to school, you can so do. We're still doing a lot of the traditional stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of modern stuff, and then it it becomes a lot of juggling as well. So you need the strength mm-hmm. to <laughs> juggle, but it's you know, but you also have to know what the challenges are. Yeah. In having all of these, you know, different things to deal Options, with. Yeah. yeah. So if we <coughs> think about, let's say, our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. So let's say 20 to 30 years ago. When you, I mean, every one of us has a mother and we probably have talked to them. And when they've told us about their growing up and being a woman, how do you think that... If you describe it to us, what did they say? And also, how did that affect them? Um, I would I would not 
so much talk about my mother because to be honest, she's not that different from me. Um, <laughs> even though her time was, you know, um, she had there was a lot more constraints. She was still kind of her own person in a particular in a particular way, which is very similar to me. If we think about my grandmother, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite different. She kind of ha- knew what her role was as a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's a different kind of way of defining yourself, which is just fine. I think what if that's that? what you're... If well, you're describing <clears throat> what... Yeah, I mean, just that kind of traditional housewife, um, family, children. Um, and yeah, and I guess a lot of... A lot of her social activities was ro- was was revolved around the church, mm-hmm. and that's very normal for women of her age and, and her yeah and in from her um, background in Ghana as well. So <clears throat> there was yeah it was kind of a lot of church life, family life, and so on. Um, but then she was also very vulnerable in many ways um, to my grandfather, mm. you know, and his whims and what he wanted. She was very dependent on him in particular ways. Which, again, it's not necessarily a problem, but when the person you're dependent on is, you know, not always reliable, it can be a problem. So <laughs> she had, I guess, a lot less... She had... She kind of defined her way... Her her, her life in a, in a, a much more narrower way, hmm. which, again, is not necessarily bad, but it has its, you know, its, its, it's pluses and minuses, yeah. yeah. And hmm. then it's... And for us... We have a lot more independence and so on and so on, but it's it's then but then there's also a lot of things that we have to deal with, which you know she did she didn't she didn't necessarily have to like this is what I do this Mm. is and I have to be good at this this is what he does and he's good at that Mm. and you know this is how they kind of um, were able to kind of bring up a family but it's much more it feels much more complicated. for for me um, so how do you feel does your grandma <coughs> think about you and your life i mean she mm-hmm. must know what options you're having what path you have taken well she's dead now for mm-hmm. like 10 years but um i she never i mean i think she felt like it was a a, a, pro, a way of progress i mean but then she also kind of feels like I needed to, I mean, I wasn't, when she was alive, I wasn't married or I didn't have children, but still she was like, Tina, you should be, you know, uh, well, she knew my boyfriend at the time, who, mm-hmm. you know, was a long-term boyfriend. She's like, you should be serving him more food, you know, you mm. should be, so, you know, she was just kind of like, I'm, 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 you know, not She's doing catered, enough on that side. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing enough on that kind of side of things. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend who didn't really care, you know, about <laughs> that. <laughs> but it still annoyed her that I wasn't, you know, kind of feeling, fulfilling the... Um, the pictures she the, had in yeah. mind. Like, but, yeah, but it was fine as well that I was, you know, studying and, yeah. you know, working and so, so on. So she supported your um, working on your independence, but she mm. also wished for you to... Uh, keep the traditional yes service in mind exactly hmm. what about you Annika? now you got a lot of time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think my mother mother as you said like the, she kind of have the same view or i have the same view as she does but she grew up without a mother mm-hmm. uh, so her mother died my grandmother her mother died when she was six years old mm-hmm. so for me i think or for my mom she really got in an early stage of her life like she needed to act on independence and like her opinions 
she needed to become become stronger in that sense because she didn't have a mother who could like help guide her, her. Oh, guide mm-hmm. her yeah mm-hmm. yeah so and her dad had a lot of rules uh, for her in this sense but she thought these rules were not condescending but really like constraining uh, somehow yeah, like constraining. they limit yeah. you yeah yeah so I Sorry, think my what mom, kind of rules so it was instance? like not going to the cinema uh not wearing different kinds of clothes or not wearing makeup or jewelry or like being out late like really strict rules and she did not maybe overprotected yeah yeah really mm. overprotective and i can understand that because of course he wanted to protect her because he was afraid of like he losing lost her. his wife and then he's afraid of losing his daughter also mm-hmm. but it was a lot of struggles uh, when she woke, like when she was growing up that she became independent quite early uh, trying to survive mm-hmm. in the sense her childhood and and uh, i think also her grandmother so my great grandmother was alive uh, and my great grandmother even though she was old and like would have these traditional ways she was a painter so she also was still independent. an artist yeah <laughs> So she was, yeah. (laughs) So she was also independent in giving my mom her, like uh, freedom. You mean? Yeah, in a sense that she, she put her uh, opinions onto my mom that she needs to be independent and like free will or like values. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think my mom, like it was a lot of she just needed to that. Like, maybe not the traditional way, but of course she wanted to have a husband and, like, have a family and all these traditional things. But she was very strong-willed and independent in those ways of choosing, like, her What she future. wanted. Yeah. yeah. I think my mom, um, well, she grew up part, most of her growing up, she grew up without a father. And there were four daughters in the family. So at that time in Vietnam... It was a lot of like gossiping and bad reputation. And I mean, she felt like there was a lot of pressure because her dad left her mom. So the whole village knew, oh, she couldn't hold her husband, even though it wasn't her fault. So my grandpa left my grandmother and his yeah her daughters when their son died. So they had four daughters and a son. And then the son died when he was like, young school age seven eight years old so when he died he was he felt like oh what i'm supposed to do with four daughters so he went away and got a new family um and my mom always told me because always told me that um when she would have struggles with my father and i just told her you know why don't you leave him why don't you just move on and he treats you so badly and you always complain and it has been going on my whole my whole childhood and I said yeah you know I can't do that because then um, they're going to uh, talk about that and say you see your daughter's just like your mother you know like this shaming shaming mm-hmm. the next generation for what happened the generations before that mm-hmm. um, so my mom was always I think she was traumatized by that and that's why um, she just keeps living in a really bad relationship and I think for her, um, <laughs> she usually said, in Vietnamese you say that the man is supposed to be the spinal cord 
of the family. Mm-hmm. So holding the family up and giving it strength. But um, she also says that women are the ones who sacrifice the most. So that's how her her feeling is like you should sacrifice and a woman who for example it's really strange nowadays to say it, but she says that if a man walks away from his family that's a really bad man but the family and the children will be fine but if the wife or the mother walks away from the family the family is screwed because then it's just the husband and the kids left mm. and she feels that the kids will always suffer because the husband will get a new wife and she does not necessarily want to deal with the kids of another woman. Um, and yeah, so she, it's tr- it's a bit strange for us, because, or for me especially, because I feel like she looks down on women who walk away from their families and she thinks men who do that are bad, but I think she judges the woman more because in her mind, like woman, this is so much against their nature for her so she doesn't understand how can you do this to your own children i think society generally would judge still i mean Mm -hmm. even in sweden or wherever would judge um a mother more than a father walking away it's quite common for men to move out or Mm -hmm. separate and the woman's taking care of you know who's the main carer of the children mm. anyway i mean there's one thing walking away from a man and then walking away from your children, children yeah. is two different things mm-hmm. so i don't know if she sees she saw it as you know i think she was traumatized <coughs> also because mm. um she grew up without a father so mm. she never wanted us to grow up without a father so it's like oh, it's better to have a bad father than to have no father. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, without a father, there's, there's with, and then again, there's without a father in the same home mm-hmm. or without a father at all mm-hmm. or with a father, but not in the same home. You yeah, know, there are yeah. so many different possibilities yeah. of having, of being a family. Yeah. And, you know, and kind of that one way of being a family is, you know, is not always possible. I mean, sometimes someone just dies anyway, you know, yeah. one parent dies. I mean, but I don't think God decided, okay, well, that's a, a family that should be shunned. I mean, no. the family has to carry yeah. on. Yeah. Maybe other father figures will come into mm-hmm. the fold, not necessarily a stepfather, but even a grandfather or yeah. An yeah. uncle. A family friend. Yeah. Some, yes. Yeah. Um, so that's, and that is, again, that's the thing about women realizing options. Mm. Um, of course, all, you know many options are not available to women. I mean, all over the world, of course. But the, it's not if it doesn't fit the perfect picture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, without any faults of your own, you know, if your hu- even husband dies, or if he, you know, if he's a, a <laughs> unfortunately a drug dealer, yeah. or, you know, <laughs> whatever. You know, there are, I knew of a, a Christian family yeah. who's um whose um husband her, her husband became a drug addict and really it was bad you for the children yeah. it's you impossible can't know that before it's no, absolutely no. Po- no yeah it was it was much later into their marriage yeah. it wasn't yeah. even early or you can see the person would be like this or that yeah and you know she didn't divorce him but she separated just for the children it's not that possible to That's, keep yeah that's that wise. kind of yeah i mean the children are there there's you know cocaine or yeah, yeah no yeah, that's it's dangerous. not possible no. so but there but there should be other options you know yeah. this is this is how extended families worked yeah. before mm. uh, in europe but still how extended work families work in africa like yeah. 
it's not, it's not if that particular father or mother isn't there there will be other people there should Who be will step, yeah. Step yeah. Up. yeah yes because we i mean in our society now we don't live that way we have nuclear families that's the core we should yeah. we should live that way though there has to be other options mm. when things happen or not even just when things happen there just often is, are other options yeah. uncles grandparents and so on and close so on. friends and yeah i think what do you guys think that so how How does woman, womanhood decide nowadays? So who decides what a woman is? Oh, is it women? women? <laughs> is it men? Is it society? <laughs> I guess it's society and the media in a sense, like how they are portraying women mm. also. And like, because there's a lot going on around women in this society here in Sweden that you need to be strong-willed and like a lot independent. of independent a lot of feminism like the women can do it by themselves and everything and i also i think the media tries to portray that and that also becomes a thing that women needs to like they need to see themselves as oh i have to be strong and independent to be a like a strong a woman. woman or yeah. a woman in this society um but i also think it puts a lot of pressure <laughs> on women because what if There are women who maybe don't want to be independent or have these traditional ways of mm. being a housewife, or and then it just yeah it puts a lot of pressure on them. I would mm. say. Yeah, uh, for a long time, of course, society defines and always tries to define um, womanhood, and and particular women also try to push back against that, which is 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 important. F you know for um for lots of different women um and i feel like um you know i i'm i i very much am interested in the types of um kind of women's movements that just basically says you know women you women you have again options so mm. yes you you have responsibilities mm. you have you know and so on but whatever kind of woman you want to be you should be able to f be free to be that kind of woman mm. and not just fit this or fit that not just be traditional or just be completely you know independent or be, be strong in your traditional role or be you know or be able to be vulnerable in your you know stronger roles or be you know what i mean mm -hmm. so because we're never going to be the same no, you know no. we shouldn't be the same um and we should have just that that options to be whatever it is mm. that we want to be whatever we feel comfortable mm. um because it's hard to be Also, this woman that can do everything because we know that it actually leads to a lot of um, women getting all types of, you know, stresses, mental illnesses, mental illnesses yeah, have because yeah. you can't do everything. But mm. it's also hard to be stuck in a specific role that's not right for you. Yeah. Um, And to, yeah, not be able to break free and do what. So, if you want to be a creative artist, be a creative artist. If you yeah. want to be a housewife, be a. Or if you want to mix the two, mix it. You know, and that's and that's usually what I'm. You know, th these are the kinds of, um, um, yeah, forms of women movement that mm. I'm always interested, interested in. in. Yeah, because what I like, what I see about like the options. Of course, like we we do have a lot of options, but what I see with women who wants to be these like kind of traditional housewives or something, they are kind of shunned 
by the other women. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They feel like you have to take those options. Exactly. Why? Yeah. You are dumb if you don't. Yeah, yeah, but those, but to be to do the other things is all, can be also be extremely just out, you know, wildly, you know, difficult. Yeah, and because like in, in many ways, you know, this it, it it's gonna take lots and lots and lots more time for if if you want to wait for men and women to do exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. That it's just it just it's not happening. No. And in the meantime, women have been taking on more roles. So not only that, they're still kind of doing a lot of the home. You know the Chores. housecare. Yeah. 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 Then you add more to the, of the work, yeah. and you know, if someone says no, I don't, I just wanna, I just wanna drop that side and just do this side. You just be really good at what you do over there. Yeah. I'm really good at what I do. Mm. You know, and but isn't and we can kind of balance, try and balance yeah. it together in that way. If that's that's the preferred way of doing it. But that's, I think, you know, isn't that what the core of like equality? <laughs> the equality idea in Sweden is that men and women should be equal in house chores and jobs, in raising children and well, when financial security. Mm. Um, but when they say equal, they mean the same, and the sta- yeah. and it's fine to do be do the same. But I think it's also fine to do different but if I you think want. The yeah. thing yeah. is, though, that I think um, this vision or this ideal that it should be fifty-fifty on all grounds is not really natural. It's not really biological because if we look at people always say, oh, we are animals, we are steered by our nature. And if you look at nature, if you look at animals, there's always either the male or the female in in like nature that cares more for the young. There are also animals where the male cares much more for the young than the female. And so do also we humans have it. So I think this ideal is really strange to me because... Um, I don't think that we can ever have 50-50 on anything because we have a nature within us. And some people might argue that all of this is just socialization, but I don't believe so. I don't believe so. If you look at all the animal experiments, you see those animals have preferred ways they are living together as. Mm. And we can't say that humans have influenced those monkeys. Humans have taught female monkeys to play with dolls and male monkeys to play with cars that's that's nothing we can say or or claim that we humans did to monkeys if we do those experiments so i think that um you talked about uh exactly having the chores at home and putting on professional work on top of that i think also that's really strange that we women feel like we have to do it mm. And then on the other hand, we how we try to balance this is the fight for equality to make men help out too more in raising the kids and doing home chores. And I mean, it's good if both partners are in on that, but I don't think that it's something that we can force upon couples. We can force upon people that it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. And I know some political um, directions do that though. They want people to split everything 50-50. And I feel like I, I have a problem with that when politics tries to affect family life on such a basic level. It's not only policies that are, let's say, on a um, society level. It gets really down to the family level. Yeah. And it's almost, as you mentioned before, Tina, about like 
we are different. Every person is different in how we see our like values or who we are as people. And just like when the society tried to force these things upon us, like it doesn't, it will not be for everyone mm-hmm. because we are mm-hmm. all, all different. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, I agree with, with like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think it's good to have the options there for those who want to do it because before it was really bad mm. for those who wanted to have you know maybe women wanted more of a career path or they mm. wanted yeah. or maybe they didn't want you know a child you know mm. or maybe you know and so it's good yeah they charge judge harshly for that and they still are yeah. actually um so i'm glad the options are there but it's you know just always remind people they're options they're not like forced and forced you don't <laughs> rules just because it's there you yeah, don't gotta take, take it, it. Yeah. <laughs> and i you know so i'm uh, you know we, we should be perfectly comfortable with one another as yeah. women saying okay yes this is you know this is a, a woman who's a homemaker this is a woman who's a professional you know whatever or mm-hmm. she or this is a woman who combines both or you know, it should it shouldn't be a threat to anybody. No. Mm. Well, I th- feel that we have a lot to say about this. So, what about you guys come back next week and we uh, do another episode on the on continuation of womanhood in modern times? Yeah, sounds Wonderful. good. Yes. Great. Thank yeah. you guys for coming and hear you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.